Today saw the biggest release yet of documents from a lawsuit connected to Jeffrey Epstein, the convicted pedophile in Florida who died by suicide in jail in 2019 before he could face federal charges. More than 1,600 pages were released today. That's on top of the hundreds releases, 100 releases in the, uh, the previous two days. Kara Scannell has been reading this latest batch, joins us with details. What, anything new? What did you learn? Yeah, so a little bit more about the orbit that Jeffrey Epstein lived in, some of these famous faces that he was associated with. There was an employee of his who gave a deposition in the case, and what he testified to was that he recalled seeing having dinner with Donald Trump at Jeffrey Epstein's in his kitchen in Palm Beach. He also testified that he met Bill Clinton on a plane, and on a different plane trip, he met Prince Andrew. Now, Trump, is not, Trump and Bill Clinton have not been accused of any wrongdoing in this case, and... Clinton's team has said he hasn't had contact with him in 20 years. Uh, Prince Andrew reached a settlement with the accuser, in this case, uh, Virginia Dufre, and he's denied any wrongdoing. Um, but there were some other names that also came up in this uh, document dump today. One of them, Harvey Weinstein. His name appeared on a 2005 phone message log, like mm -hmm. one of those old books that are spiral-bound, and it just said that he had called for Epstein. You can see it there on the mm -hmm. screen. Just a handwritten note noting that. Now, Dufresne's lawyer had written in a book that he published in 2020 that... Um, that Epstein and Harvey Weinstein were friends, but they had a falling out when um, Harvey Weinstein was too aggressive with one of Epstein's favorite girls, as he put it. Uh, now, another name that came up in, in a few of these papers over the past few days, David Copperfield, a magician. And now, one woman who was paid to give massages by Epstein testified about him being at the house doing magic trips, tricks, and that he had said to her, she testified, he questioned me if I was aware that girls were getting paid to find other girls. Girls. Uh, and then one of the plaintiff's lawyers in this case was quizzing a woman who worked for Epstein, a separate person, mm. and had asked if she was aware that Copperfield had obtained tickets for Epstein to give to some of the girls, and then he invited them backstage. But this person uh, sort of the Fifth Amendment and didn't answer any questions about it. Copperfield's team has not gone back to us. Harvey Weinstein is in jail for or in prison. Uh, after being convicted in New York and L.A. for unrelated sex crimes. And, and there was news say about the remaining names that have been redacted. Yeah, so there had been, there's been this misconception that there was a, a list of names that was going to be released, and instead it's these names, you know, um, hidden in all of these documents that we have to go through. So the Miami Herald had asked the judge, there was a court-created list just so they could go through all of these does and try to decide what mm -hmm. could be unsealed and what couldn't. So they asked for that to be unsealed, so it would kind of be a key for everyone who's looking at this to try right. to understand it better. And the judge said that she wasn't going to unseal it because people might try to figure out who some of these still sealed names are if it's all listed alphabetically. So she said in the interest of their privacy for the people that she said should still remain sealed, she was not mm -hmm. going to let this list out. And why would some people remain sealed? Some of them are remain sealed because they were minors at the time. They were victims, okay. and they've never been public. They've always maintained their confidentiality. Yeah. And so she said she wasn't going to put them at risk. You know, and if there was a list that was alphabetical, it's to the chance that someone might be able to figure out who they were. All right. Kara Skinnell, thanks very much. It's important to remember that Jeffrey Epstein might never have been arrested on federal sex trafficking charges in 2019 had an earlier deal negotiated with federal authorities 12 years earlier been allowed to stand. Randy Kay has more on that story and the allegations of sexual abuse against Epstein. And we want to warn you, some of the details are graphic. All Jeffrey cared about was, go find me more girls. His appetite was insatiable. Back in 2006, the FBI began investigating Jeffrey Epstein's alleged activities with young girls, who today are in their 20s and 30s. Some spoke to the Miami Herald. 
I've seen hundreds and hundreds of girls go through Jeffrey's swinging door, his ever-revolving door. Dozens of them, all with similar stories of sexual abuse, even down to the details of what Epstein's genitals looked like. He would want us to stand next to him, and he would masturbate while he stared at us, touched us. It ended with sexual abuse and intercourse, and then a pat on the back. You've done a really good job. Like, you know, thank you very much, and here's $200. Epstein reportedly paid more if the girls engaged in oral sex or intercourse, and they all say Epstein wanted them to recruit other young girls to bring to him. By the time I was 16, I brought him up to 75 girls, all the ages of, you know, 14, 15, 16, people going from 8th grade to ninth grade at just um, school parties is where I'd recruit him from. Here at Epstein's Palm Beach home is where much of the alleged abuse took place. According to court documents, as far back as 2001, it's believed Epstein began luring underage girls here with the help of those who worked for him. Most of the girls ranged in age from 13 to 16 and came from disadvantaged homes. They'd never before seen the exclusive Palm Beach Island. The house has since been torn down, but the painful memories for some of the victims remain. The training started immediately. Everything down to how to be quiet, be subservient, give Jeffrey what he wants. And, you know, before you know it, I'm being lent out to politicians and to academics. Years later, in a 2014 court document, one of the women, Virginia Roberts, who today goes by Virginia Jufre, claimed she had been an underage sex slave to Epstein, claiming he forced her to have sex with some of his powerful friends including Prince Andrew, the Duke of York, once at an orgy on Epstein's Island. She would have been 17 at the time. The prince emphatically denied all of it. In 2022, Prince Andrew settled with Jufre for an undisclosed amount, and a U.S. district judge agreed to dismiss her lawsuit against him. Weeks earlier, Buckingham Palace stripped him of his military titles and, according to a royal source, told him he could no longer use His Royal Highness in any official capacity. Epstein often ran with the rich and powerful. Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, and his two high-profile defense attorneys, Ken Starr and Alan Dershowitz. None of them have been accused of wrongdoing. Trump once told New York Magazine about Epstein, he's a lot of fun to be with. It is even said that he likes beautiful women as much as I do, and many of them are on the younger side. Federal investigators had identified at least 36 girls and were still building their case when suddenly in 2007, Epstein made a sweetheart deal. This non-prosecution agreement allowed him to plead guilty to a lesser charge, just two prostitution charges in state court, and register as a sex offender. He would serve just 13 months in county jail. The deal also granted immunity to any potential co-conspirators. None of those people were identified, leaving many to wonder if other powerful people were having sex with underage girls at Epstein's homes. The deal shut down the FBI's investigation into additional victims and accomplices, and any chance of Epstein going to prison for life based on the FBI's own federal indictment that would have charged him with sex crimes. I read the indictment. There was multiple uh, allegations of sex trafficking, trafficking girls across lines, using his airplane to traffic girls, witness intimidation, and then all of a sudden it disappeared. The deal was negotiated in part by Epstein's friend and defense lawyer, Alan Dershowitz, and signed off on by then U.S. attorney in Miami, Alexander Acosta, who was former President Donald Trump's Secretary of Labor. 
he's supposed to be protecting these victims, and he was protecting Jeffrey Epstein, a pedophile. And despite a federal law which says victims must be notified of this type of deal, Epstein's victims were kept in the dark until after it was signed and approved by the judge. Somebody with money and power was able to communicate with the government in secrecy, in direct violation of the rights of the crime victims. At his confirmation hearing for Labor Secretary, Alexander Acosta tried to explain his decision not to prosecute Epstein federally. Based on the evidence, professionals within a prosecutor's office decide that a plea that guarantees that someone goes to jail, that guarantees that someone register generally, and that guarantees other outcomes is a good thing. Meanwhile, in February 2019, 11 years after Epstein was sentenced, a federal judge here in Florida ruled that Acosta and other officials from the Department of Justice violated the Crime Victims' Rights Act by not notifying the alleged victims of the plea deal until after it was signed. The judge noted that prosecutors misled the victims by allowing them to believe that a federal prosecution was still a possibility. It's scary because this is our government that's supposed to protect us, but has done everything to protect, you know, a pedophile. And of course, Anderson, the story did not end there. In July 2019, Epstein was suddenly arrested again, and this time he was charged federally. Those charges did include one count of sex trafficking of minors. He was facing up to 40 years in prison. He was 66 years old at the time. So while he was awaiting trial in jail, he did take his life. As you heard in our story, we also mentioned Bill Clinton and Donald Trump. It's also important to note that neither Trump nor Clinton have been accused of any crimes or wrongdoings related to this case. In fact, CNN reached out to Bill Clinton and his spokesperson referred us to a 2019 statement saying that Clinton had flown on Epstein's private plane, was unaware though of uh, Epstein's terrible crime. CNN also reached out to Donald Trump uh, based on these new documents that were released and a Trump spokesperson uh, didn't really give us a formal comment, simply attacked the media.